Hey everyone, welcome to another Playing Around with Playbook. Tri-State Sachs here. Um, today we're going to be talking with Director of Education here at Playbook, Tall Sam. So let's just give him a minute to hop on the live. Hi Sam. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Usually people give you a few minutes to just kind of sit there by yourself. Should I log off and then I know, come it's back good time. three minutes from now or something like that? Exactly. It usually takes about three minutes. You're right on cue. Um, <clears throat> so let me just introduce you for the Playbook community. Um, as everyone knows, uh, Sam is the Director of Education here at Playbook. Uh, born amid the cornfields of northern Illinois, Tall Sam has shucked his agricultural roots for the allure of the trombone at age 10. After graduating from the University of Michigan in 2012, he continued east to New York City. He has consistently spent much of his life on the road and currently tours with Sammy Miller and the congregation. Tall Sam has worked with Jazz Lincoln Center education programs, Jazz for Young People, and Webop in New York City and is very passionate about teaching as he is performing. He has worked with students throughout the U.S. and has penned several charts for middle school and high school big band. So to start us off, Sam, you know our classic question. What the have you classic been question. Yeah, what have you been listening to recently? So recently, I've actually been listening to a lot of music that I wouldn't ordinarily listen to because I've been playing a lot of weddings and a lot oh. of private events that required me to learn some music uh, that I wouldn't normally play. So I had a whole set of salsa music that I had to learn. I have a wedding come up, coming up this weekend with a bunch of Jewish music. I have to learn like a horror medley and then a bunch of other Israeli music that I've never heard before. So uh, I, I, my Spotify playlist is just like a bunch of stuff that, that uh, is new to me, which is really cool. I'm in it. Awesome, awesome, I love that. Um, so as a as both a composer and trombonist, trombonist, who and what inspires you the most, would you say? Mm, my <clears throat> friends, all of my friends, all the wonderful musicians I get to play with. Uh, that, is, that is really true in a lot of ways. Uh, just, I, I'm really lucky to play with a lot of really amazing musicians. And so a lot of where my ideas come from and a lot of the arrangements for playbook and everything like that is is stuff that's been played in the small group for Sammy Miller and the congregation, something else that I heard. Uh, but when I listen to music in general, the thing that really grabs me the most, the thing that really makes me go like, I want to listen to this again and again and again, is there are just certain songs that have this, this energy, this sizzle, um, this like unstoppable drive almost kind of thing. And whenever I hear that, I'm like, I want to figure out a way to put that into the music that I write to give other people the opportunity to have that same feeling, you know? Awesome, awesome. And um, in terms of structuring playbook to make it accessible and easy for students to understand, how did you go about mm. that? Yeah, well, I think that ties into what I was uh, just talking about in a lot of ways, which is I think that when we when we're teaching, when we're trying to learn how to play any kind of music, but jazz music in particular, because it's so deep in improvisation, it's so deep in these technical concepts and it can be very physically complicated and all of this kind of stuff. It's really easy to forget that all that we're doing whenever we're making music, any kind of music, is just being with the people who we're creating with and creating something that's fun for us to play, 
and fun for people to listen to or invoke some kind of emotion. It doesn't necessarily have to be fun. So everything that we build on Playbook, one is, is designed to give you the tools in order to learn, in order to practice, in order to gain a new skill, but also to feel like you're creating at the same time and you're part of this act of having fun and being with other people. That's what Playbook is all about. Yeah, of course. Um, it's definitely a very fun platform and I would say it's uh, very unique. Um, and with that in mind, how did you go about making it unique and um, why these programs are so important in today's classroom? Well, there are a couple things I think that make it unique. First of all, the, the color scheme, which I had nothing to do with Tristan, but I think you probably have had some, some decisions about make it say fun more than anything else, right? Um, so mm -hmm. we start from a place of fun, but a couple of the features on the site are, are pretty unique. You know, the flex player that we have, which allows you to mute your own part. It allows you to mute anybody else's part. I know that I was doing a video for you yesterday where I was muting somebody else's solo. I was taking Ben Flox's solo instead of taking my own solo on the song. And being able to kind of have that freedom and like I said, feeling like you're creating, feeling like you're doing something new every day is not only so important in exercising that creative muscle, but also makes practicing way more fun. It makes it way more involved and can be a really good tool. So that's what we're trying to create with Playbook. That's how we're trying to make it unique. Definitely, yes. Sam was being the section, as we like to call it. I was. Our, the section of one. <laughs> with our awesome uh, flex player. Um, so, as director of education, what would you say is your favorite part about being the director of education? My favorite part about being the director of education is, is really when we get to go into schools and work with people. I know Dan Emerson is on this chat right now. I, I've seen a couple of yeah, students Dan. that we've worked with. Uh, hey, Dan. Uh, <laughs> just anytime we get to go in and you get to work with people and just to honestly, the best thing that we ever do is when somebody <clears throat> says like, I hate soloing or I don't want to do that thing or I don't think I could do it. And then they take the leap and they go for it. And it turns out to be like the best thing that they've ever done. And you could just see the look on their face, this like shocked, uh, indescribable look. That's my favorite look. That's what I'm trying to do every time I go in person. And with all the resources that we create on Playbook, we're trying to give you the tools to have that experience. Definitely, definitely. I remember when I first started improvising, like a, a long time ago, I had that same mindset. So I'm sure it's yeah. very awesome to teach. And I love teaching it as well. Um, so I'm wondering, what are some of your mantras when things get tough on the road gigging or even teaching or like when it gets difficult with a student? Oh, yeah. Uh, go get another cup of coffee, I think is the first <laughs> mantra that I have. Um, that's a really that's a really good question. I think um, to me, it's not necessarily a mantra per se. Like, there's not something that I tell myself, but I think I personally get really caught up in in this like forward moving thing. Right? I get I can get frustrated. I feel like you have to tackle every problem right away, or like just keep working, just keep going, and it'll fix itself. And when you're on when you're on the road, this is definitely true because you're just really going for sixteen hours a day when you're working with students or when you're trying to learn something, you know, I'm trying to learn this music too for these weddings. It's really easy to get into this place where like you get frustrated and then you feel like if you just press harder, it's going to get better. But really, I think if I had to describe a mantra, it would just be like, take a breath, take another breath, 
chill out. It's going to be okay. And just that act of breathing, you know, like I really like meditating when I'm on the road. You don't necessarily need to go that deep into it, but just taking a few breaths and allowing your brain to have a break can be way more helpful than forcing yourself to push through. And that's true whether you're on the road, whether you're on a gig, whether you're learning something, anything. It's always true. Definitely, definitely. Um, I feel like that also applies to teaching for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Putting it down down and coming back to it. Um, (laughs) For sure. So I know you were just talking about mantras. Do you have a philosophy of education? I do have a philosophy of education. I I think education is a really... um, it's a really broad thing, right? And especially if you go to school for music, whether you go to school for education or you go to school for performance or whatever, there's just so much information that you're taught. And it's really easy to be like, I wanna give my students all of the tools that I've ever heard. I wanna tell them everything that I've ever heard. And that's what's gonna make them the best musician ever. I'm so excited about these things, but I actually think the best way to become a really effective educator and you could do this for yourself as a performer or composer or whatever as well is get out a piece of paper and really think about when you're performing or when you're writing or whatever you're doing what are the three things that are most important to you and have that be the thing that you try to impart on your students when you're working with them for me the three things that i think are really important one are communication um, looking and listening at every, to everybody else is so important. Two, having fun, like I've already said, is super, super important. And three, um, I think the third thing would be be intentional and be simple with what you're trying to say. You can always add more uh, in order to develop an idea. But if you start at 100%, there's nowhere for you to go, right? So everything that I talk about, everything that we build on Playbook, um, everything that I try to teach in my private study is are those three things. How can I communicate better? How can I have more fun and lift somebody else up and help them have fun? And three, how can I be more intentional and simple in the idea that I'm trying to communicate? Wow, thank you for that very uh, uplifting, definitely. Let's do it. Right, right to the point, just like- I'm, I'm trying to keep up with Mickey Smith Jr. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we need at least four more mantras. We need yeah, four more mantras. That's, yeah. the next, that's the next series. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, you probably see what Sam is talking about with the breakdown packets that he created too on our platform. Very, a lot of it's clear communication, simple, everything that you want to communicate to the students. Um, That's exactly my right. last, yeah, my last question would be, I know that you're headed to the New York State Music Educators Association conference this weekend. Do you have any plans for NISMA? Uh, I do have some vague plans. My plans really are just gonna be go check out all the great resources that they have at NISMA. All the great resources, honestly, every every music conference that we go to, we love going to that conference because we get to see so many people who really know what they're talking about uh, speak on something that they're really passionate about. And so I'm looking forward to checking out some of the sessions, finding out how other people think about their teaching, how other people think about their performing and then meeting new people. I've never been to NISMA before. We did Wisconsin in October and we were in Kansas and we're gonna be in Texas at uh, both the Gen Conference and TMEA. Tristy, you're coming with us for that, right? Yes, I'm coming. Have you packed your bag yet? (laughs) 
No, I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll send a packing list ahead. Um, but uh, I've never been in this one before, so I'm really looking forward to kind of meeting the people there and and just being part of the community. You know, mm -hmm. the community of educators. Yes, there'll be lots of crayons to go around. I'm not bringing any crayons. You think I should bring some crayons? Because we don't have a booth, but maybe I'll just throw some crayons in my pocket. And, I think and you should bring some crayons. Okay, definitely. that's a good note. And Thank stick, you. definitely bring stickers. But yes, everyone, Great. go and catch Tall Sam at NISMA for those educators that are going to be there this weekend. Please um, do come say hi. Yes, um, it's not hard to miss. It's the tall one. Um, <laughs> maybe are you going to have your trombone with you? I am going to have my trombone yeah, with me. Okay. I, I'm not supposed to play it there. I'm just going straight to one of those weddings right afterwards. But maybe oh, I'll just okay. pull it out and walk around. Maybe I'll just walk around with my trombone, hold it up above my head like a marker or something like that. Exactly, you know exactly. I mean? You yeah. can make your own booth. But um, look, yeah. look for the guy um, holding the trombone 10 feet. The trombone with me. the crayons in the circle. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so he's not hard to miss. Check out uh, Tall Sam at Nisma this weekend. Um, stay up to yep. date with Sam at Tall Sam Trombone on Instagram and on his website tallsamtrombone.com and for those of you coming from sam's profile be sure to follow and stay up to date with playbook jazz at playbook jazz on instagram and this is playbook.com so thank you everyone for turning tuning in to this week's playing around with playbook um be sure to catch us next week we're going to be talking with lucas pino next thursday awesome. so thank you everyone bye thanks sam thanks trista see you later bye, bye. everybody